All right, welcome back to the 7-Minute Theologian. I'm Luke Calvert. Today, I'm joined by Mitch Green, and we are talking about the second false foundation. Remember, last time we talked about the first false foundation, which is self. If we put our hope and trust in us and not in the Lord, eventually it will play out in a faith that doesn't look like relying on the Lord. It looks like relying on ourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luke, Luke called it the me, myself, and Bible movement. Yes, the me, myself, and Bible movement. <laughs> and today we're talking about works. So if last week we talked about self, now we're talking about a works-based faith. Now I know you guys hear about legalism all the time and how be, don't be legalistic and don't make your faith about the law, about the works. And, you know, but we still easily translate everything that we do into uh, faith, right? So take your career. You're taught, go to college, get good grades, work hard, work harder, work harder than everybody else, and then that'll translate over into a, uh, more money or making, doing a better job. Or and even, even when you get to your job, you got to work harder so you can move, move up to the next role or get the promotion or get pay, paid more. But what happens is we often take that same mentality, which we, we use this focus and this mentality basically in every facet of our life. And then when we apply that to faith, what happens is we make our faith about us again. Our works are how much can we work towards growing towards Christ, being more like Christ. And all of a sudden, the you know what spiritual formation turns into is, and, and spiritual disciplines, which are only things that help us grow and become more like Christ, become our God, right? And so the works don't help, aren't a means to an end, which that end would be being more like Christ. They become the end, which is God. And so anytime our works trump what God has actually called us to, which is rest in his son and the work of the son, it, 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 we, we, we misplace the works that we do uh, for Christ. Yeah, I think, you know, we do this because we live in a society where we feel like we always have to prove ourselves. Mm-hmm. So we're trying to prove ourselves at work. We're trying to prove ourselves, you know, if we're in a relationship to our significant other. Growing up, we're trying to prove ourselves to our parents. And so we feel like we've got to earn all these things. And so we're constantly trying to prove ourselves to somebody. And then it trickles into our faith where even though we may accept the truth um, that, you know, I think you've hit this on most churches, you've heard this, that, you know, we're saved through grace. We're constantly still even try, trying to prove ourselves to God. And this is where we tell you that Baker is in the room with us today, just so even you hear him in the background. Yeah, it's my son you playing know, with a water bottle and screaming. Yeah, it's the best fine. we can do to keep him quiet right now. <laughs> but yeah, so we take we take our faith and then we in, insert this idea that's very American that's, again, we have to prove ourselves. So then we try to prove ourselves to God, and then that becomes the foundation of our faith. How well, how good am I at being faithful even becomes the mm-hmm. question rather than just what is faith? Yeah. And so I want to turn us to Galatians chapter two. Um, this is kind of the summary of end of, a par- end of a paragraph. And Paul says, I do not, this is verse 21. I do not nullify the grace of God for if righteousness were through the law, then Christ died for no purpose. Mm. So again, this is a truth that we have to actively live out not just something that we accept at one time. That again, God is not only at work in the saving grace for us, he's at work in the active grace for us every day that we stand by the faith of what Jesus Christ did on the cross. Mm. It's our motivator, but it's also our source of life. And so when our foundation becomes our works, well, man, what happens when you start to fail? Mm. What starts to happen when you get overwhelmed? What starts to happen when you take on too much out of pride? Well, then you can't do it anymore. And now you have to come to this place of saying that, you know what, I am not enough. Right. Yeah, and so I, I, I couldn't agree more. And I think the question, Mitch, here is uh, faith versus faithfulness. What is, the, what is the goal of the Christian life? Is it faith? Is it reliance? Is it rest in Jesus and the work that he's done in his works? 
or is it faithfulness? Because faithfulness is a portion of the Christian life. It's not the end. It's not the goal of the Christian life. And so I think sometimes anytime we flip those, we run out, especially like you said, when chaos hits, when my job's not going well, when things around me aren't going well, I begin to blame God that, okay, well, I've worked this hard and he hasn't, he hasn't provided for me. I've done all these things and, and I've prayed hard, 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 and he's not showing up, right? And so when the faithfulness runs dry, because we can't be faithful forever, we're sinners and the, you know, we're, we're all have fallen short of the glory of God. And so when our faithfulness runs dry, we actually begin to blame God. And I've seen people walk away from the Christian faith because they're putting their hope in the wrong thing. Yeah. So, so essentially, I think, I think what we're trying to petition for you as we enter into this series is that we fall into a tendency to make um, the object of our faith either ourself or our works. And what we really need to remind ourselves is that the object of our faith is God. And while there is a level of working out yourself— you know, which we addressed. There's also a level of what do works look like? Mm. What works are all done out of the motivation of what Christ has done for us. They're done in response. They're not done to earn anything. Right. It's merely to say, you know, out of the fact that God loves me, this is now how I live. Not the other way around. God doesn't love you because you do these things. God loves you mm. because God loves you. Yeah. And so that's the truth that we operate out of. Now that we know that God loves us and we know he has our best interest in mind, now we live in a certain way that he's mm. called us to, but not the other way around. And we can so, we can so drift into that tendency. And so I think we have to remind ourselves again, this is why we're talking about these false foundations, because if we don't know what we're walking into, I mean, when we have these conversations in a few weeks, we all, we all walk into something when we're bringing things to the table and we may not even be aware of the false foundations that we're standing on. And so it's a daily battle, you know, as a Christian to die to yourself, Mm. to die to this personal identity, you know, where we make it about us the same way. It's a daily battle to say, what is the motivation behind my right living? That's right. Am I trying to prove myself to God or am I merely living out of the response for what God has Mm. done for me? And I think that's what we need to be focusing on. Yeah. And I want us to, let me help you reshift your focus. Obedience, breeds intimacy with the Father. As we grow in our obedience, in our sanctification, in the sanctification process, we grow in the intimacy with our Father. We become more intimate with the Father, and we feel His presence and things like that. But obedience cannot be your faith. Yeah. So, so when you know you misstep, when you make mistakes, when you make problems, I think we have a tendency to go, "Well, there goes my faith." Mm-hmm. But in fact, that was never the object of your faith. That never right. was your faith. Exactly. And so I think that's that's what we need to understand as it relates to how do faith and works work together. Mm-hmm. Again, works are a response to what God has done for me. They're out of motivation for what God's mm-hmm. done for me. They're by the power of what Jesus has done on the cross for us. That's right. Matthew eleven twenty eight. Jesus says, come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. This is the 7-Minute Theologian. Thanks for tuning in.